Welcome everyone to another episode of the Love Island cast. I am Chris Phelps and my co-host is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. It's great to be back. And I have to say, I heard yesterday's episode. It was absolutely fantastic and not jealous at all. But I'm just going to just gonna, just come and sit on you here. It's all just <laughs> totally natural. It's just two blokes recording with me telling you. Um, yeah, so... What did you make to tonight's episode, then? Dave, we are coming in the hottest we've ever been watching this show. What the fuck have we just watched? I was coming gunning for Yoanda big time, and Amy's even trumped her. So, Dave, let's start with Yoanda. What the hell is going on with that girl? I don't know. I mean, it's it, it, it is so amusing. I mean, I, I, I guess... Again, I've come in, haven't I, as the show's cynic and just been bought into it, hook, line, and sinker. But, I mean, she just seems a, a whole big bag of crazy, doesn't she? Yeah, I, I don't even think it's... Oh, it's partly jealousy. I get that. You know, I understand that. You're in that environment. It's obviously pressure cooker. We've seen it. You know, you've watched now 13, 14 episodes of this program, Dave. You know, I get it. What the fuck is going on? I was watching it, getting more and more annoyed, thinking Danny's not done anything. Yeah, he had a bit of a flirt when he woke up and then he was sat on that bed with Maura and Arabella, but he didn't do anything. And it's not guy code. It's not me sticking up with a guy. I just don't get it. She's an absolute head the ball. I'm being really honest. <laughs> no, so she does seem like that. You know what it reminded me of? Have you seen, have you seen the latest um, uh, Jumanji? With yep. the rock and stuff. Yep. And then there's the, the ginger girl who was out like Doctor Who and she was out of the she was in the Avengers as Nebula as well. And and she's she's playing this character and she's this super sexy lady. So she's got this super sexy lady body, but and she's trying to act it. And she's just totally getting it all wrong. And like I say, that whole thing where, you know, she's feeling threatened and she's being advised by her friends that, you know, go and show more affection. So she goes and sits on someone <laughs> in the most uncomfortable way possible. And, uh, you know, she's just got it all wrong for me. Dave, she got it wrong. Fucking disgraceful. I've never seen someone so cringeworthy in my life. I get She's insecure and everything, but fuck it. I know I'm going to swear a lot tonight, guys. I apologise, but fucking hell. It was it was horrendous. Not only was it cringe with it, it was also bad manners. It's like, why would you go and do that? That was almost at the level of like what the... Well, it was probably worse than what the girls did when they were catcalling when Michael and yeah. that, when Maura come in. It was absolutely ridiculous. And, and I think that's just probably an age thing, Dave. And, and I'm not saying, you know, that... I'd be very happy if some blokes putting it on my missus or anything, if you were in a stable relationship. Well, they're not in a stable relationship. They're in a fake love triangle in Love Island. It was just like, oh, kiss my fucking ass again. I was just like, this is nonsense. Absolutely ridiculous. And she's not coming out of it well at all. She really isn't. I think the more I try and empathise with her and think, look, she's been stung a lot. She does something that just... It, it, 
it's just not right. I mean, cut Arabella off a few times when she seemed to be quite reasonable with her. And and Danny, I think Danny just needs to get out of there. They're obviously just not compatible. And the fact that she stood up and said, I better go and give him three minutes of attention was like, that is just game playing of the highest order yeah. for me. I, it, it, there is something just not right with her, is there? And And I kind of... I feel sorry for Danny in as much as he's got two beautiful women fighting over him. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't feel that sorry for him. But she's making an aggressive play, but I, I think she's she's just going to drive Danny away. And, and I think, I, I'm looking at this episode tonight, and I'm thinking, Arabella, I'm not sure what she's doing wrong there. I mean, other than, you know... She, She's in there. She's designed to go in there and step on toes. So Yuande yeah. is probably a bit put out. We'll get on to Anton in a bit. Because <laughs> 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 you know, he's just there offering his great advice again. It's like, just stop giving everyone great advice. Just just get yourself in there. You know, uh, no, Danny, he's, he's been playing it both ways or something like that. You know, just, just fucking have a go, Anton. Stop giving everyone great advice. But no, I think... Uh, I think Danny's in a very, very awkward position. He thought he had a connection with you, Andy. They've not, you should not have to work this hard so early in a relationship. So for me, you know, the couples voted for who was least compatible. I, I think if this was the vote now, I mean, you'd, you'd be hard pushed to think of a more incompatible couple, wouldn't you? Exactly, exactly. Completely and utterly agree. I think they're just not compatible. And I'm, I'm hoping for her sake that things turn around for her and she actually, you know, sort of gets with somebody and the real Yuandi comes out. But they're just not a match. And I think it's more a match of convenience just to keep them in the house. And I, I, I just, and I'm not saying that Danny isn't completely blameless. I'm not. I, I think obviously his head's been turned pretty quick after the fact that she laid it on him with a kiss the night, be you know, the night before. But again, Dave, it's just game playing one-on-one. And, and I've got to say, there is another game going on at the moment, Dave, in the house. Did you see that? Which game is that? Where the fuck is Tom? It's not where's Wally, it's where's oh, Tom. Yeah. Could he not have edited someone <laughs> he, did, he did say, he did say a Online. little bit, but, you know, if his, if his role from the producers was to cause a, a stir, it's been more of a, a light ripple, hasn't it? You know, so he's, he's just got nothing about him. I mean, he's got this glorious chin, but that seems to be all there is about him. You know, he does throw the occasional comment in there, which is quite funny. But, nah, he's gone, isn't he? He's not going to be there for long. You know, it reminds me of Dave Winston out of EastEnders. He's been on there for 30 years. He's probably got three <laughs> lines, but he's always in the background. They've absolutely winston him out of this show. He's gone from being this little love interest of Maura. Once she said, Maura, I'm not feeling it. There's something missing. They've just completely... Friends only about the, about the whole show, aren't they? He's just like the guy in the background, nobody knows who he is. I mean, he's probably doing other things in the show and it'll probably come out after he's left. But why word are they definitely making sure he doesn't? He definitely goes on the recoupling. So I, I'm going to empathize with the producers here, though. So, or, or the editors, it's less the producers, more the editors, isn't it? So they take, you know, a few days, probably sometimes, of footage. And they try and condense it all down yes. to, you know, this one hour 
and they try and tell a story within the hour. And sometimes, you know, I mean, up until this point, yeah. you know, people were moaning about Yuandi not being on screen, and it's because she wasn't doing anything. But now she's, you know, she's letting a card down, and all the crazy is starting to spill out. Well, that deserves more screen time. I think Tom's probably just, he's probably a bit lost, isn't he? He came in, he thought he was the Fonz because, you know, suddenly he's, he's showing an interest in Elmer and in Mora and he thinks, hey, hey, this, this game's a bit easy, this, isn't it? But I think he's, he's not as forth, forthright, is he, as Mora. So, you know, she's intimidated him. She's not interested anymore. So, you know, He's probably just not that interesting to be on screen. No, and I think the Happy Days analogy is quite a good one. I'd say he's more Ralph Mouth than he is Fonzarelli, to be honest with <laughs> you. And that is a real bad throwback for anyone out there who's never watched Happy Days, so please apologise. Uh, but but also, Dave, not only was I fizzing with Yuanda, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, it's probably nice. We're really going to lay into her and, and what's going on with Danny. Oh, my word. Then we get this kissing game. And good old, I'm everyone's friend, Mr. Advice, Tony Robbins in the making, Curtis, <laughs> drops an absolute bollock of the highest order and doesn't rate his missus's kiss as good as Arabella's and he gives her a 10. <laughs> and, he's re- and I've got to say, Dave, your impression of Curtis, I've been listening back to some of the podcasts, have been absolutely brilliant. But I'm going to have a go myself because he <laughs> said to me, after, the, after the, the kiss, and everyone's like, oh, and then all the lads in the levels all went, don't think that was her, Curtis. It was, it's <laughs> again, it's Anton. He's <laughs> like, everyone needs a friend like Anton because he, he tells you how it is and he's just like, no, don't think that's who you think it is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to tell you, Chris, my stomach was was sore from <laughs> laughing. laughing at that I bit. Was, honestly, I was pissing myself, and genuinely, I had my pillar up to my face like, like this because Sam's been out tonight, and I'm not sat there like this on my own, absolutely cringy, going, oh, no, you've dropped up. But I've got to say, and I know we have we have our little WhatsApp group going between me, you and Asa and that. And, and I genuinely, genuinely agree with sort of a comment you said, if you don't mind me saying, but, and I agree with this completely. I think Amy is more controlling than Joe. And I think you, you suggested that and I completely agree with it. So I'm not stealing your thunder. I totally, totally agree. I think Amy is manipulative and the way she reacted after what had happened. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'd be too happy about seeing my missus getting off with someone else or anything. But obviously, it's within the confines of the game. That is a show, isn't it? So I get that. I don't think anybody's going to be happy seeing your missus or your boyfriend or, or whoever going for it with someone else right in front of you, not unless you're into that sort of thing, obviously. But, uh, <laughs> but, but the way she reacted was typical Amy, wasn't it? She went off like a little child. And she did sort of call herself out and say, look, I just need to sort of... Because Amber said, well, what, what are you thinking about? I got called a five, didn't she, for kissing? Amber got rated right down. Oh, we'll get back to that. Yeah, we'll get back to that. <laughs> Anna was a 10. But but genuinely, the way she manipulates Curtis, and when he was apologising to her after the thing and they went on this date, I was at the screen going, for fuck's sake, what are you fucking apologising yeah. for, you idiot? He's like... Yeah. I, I must admit, I, I'm sort of warming to him, even though I've really called him out since he's playing again. I don't understand him. But then when I see stuff like that, I'm like, no, you are going to please say what you said to me. And I totally agree with what you said. 
Well, I'm still waiting for your Curtis impression, by the way. Oh, <laughs> so right, okay, so okay. Let, let's not forget that. But I mean, I, I will say, so what I'd said, essentially, the bullying that I felt the girls did on Lucy was a lot worse than what Joe was getting pelters for. And I did see on Twitter, the, the, like Woman's Aid Twitter had put out there, about, you know, well done to all the people who'd called out Joe's controlling behavior and spotted the early warning signs. And I thought, and I know we're a lighthearted podcast, but I thought, oh, fuck off. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's nothing that I saw there, which is like, which suggests to me that he's going to be sticking her in the basement. And, and we've laughed and we've tweeted out things, but come on. For me, the bullying that the girls did was way worse than what Joe did. And I, I think, you know, again, Amy, you can see those <laughs> warning signs. I was the same as you. I was like, Curtis, what are you apologizing for? And this is this is the second time it's happened, hasn't it? Oh. You know, she went off on one the other the other week and he you know, he was like, Oh, you know, I just I said the wrong things. No, he didn't. He just called out her bullshit and she didn't like it. And so that for me is is just again, it, it just reinforces what I think about Amy. Did, did you I I was laughing that day it was when Curtis is apologising to, and he gets up, and I thought he was going to get on one knee. And he went, "Do you want to dance?" <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, was that the impression? Was it? Or no, oh, have you got another one? I've got another. Go on, one. go on. So, so come on. Right, you okay. built it up now. I've, built it up I've got my popcorn here. I've climbed off your knee. Well, you I, I'm, I'm waiting. I think your accent's pretty similar to his, to be fair. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a go at it anyway, Dave. Amy, I just want to apologise for what I've done. I've put you in a situation, and this is the worst impression ever, Dave. I'm just gonna stop it right there. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> it sounds more like Jordan. It's sick, sick. That accent. Amy, it's mint. I don't, know, I don't even know why I'm putting that accent on because I sound like that. <laughs> What he was apologising to, and I was like, oh, don't fucking apologise. And you said it on the messages. You said he's going to forever apologise to her for stuff he's not even done. And it's like, you're right. He's like, come on. And he's sort of apologising. And I, look, I know it's his missus, and, and he's saying, you're my queen, you're, my, you're a supermodel. Like, That's great. No problem with that at all. Give the girl a bit of confidence. But she's manipulated that situation to her complete advances. And I actually think in her head, she believes that they're like Danny and Jack from last year, Dave. Because obviously they don't know the public's perception. There will be at some point in the next week or so, a couple of weeks, a sort of either live feed or they'll what they'll do in the house is they'll, they'll replay some of the tweets from people, you know, on social media. Uh, I don't think they're going to replay any of our tweets, Dave, but I'm sure that they, they get people calling people out. So if they say Amy's controlling Curtis or Curtis needs to drop her or Danny needs to drop Yuanda or Yuanda needs to drop Danny then they'll play him to him and then he gets everyone talking. What's going on here? I thought, you know, because I honestly think she thinks that they're the top couple in there, you know, the top dog sort of thing. And I, I, I actually think now more than ever, it's Michael and Amber, to be honest. Oh, t t there's no contest for me. I mean, they are so far out in front. But I would say that ultimately, Amy, you're a seven. <laughs> <laughs> he said to him, didn't he? He went, he went I'm going to do it again. This is so go on, go on. He, go, he goes, the reason... <laughs> <laughs> oh, go on. This is even better. Go on, he go on. Goes, 
the reason I picked you is because when we first kissed, our teeth touched together. She went, yeah, but I put, I stroked your neck. He went, you don't. But I do. He went, no, you don't. <laughs> How am I supposed to know that? Like, oh, oh no. dear me. He, oh, he, he's going to be apologising for a, at least the divorce to the divorce. <laughs> so. yeah. okay, I've got, and I must admit, though, one thing that Love Island has taught me, and we've got Tommy and Curtis doing this, Dave, is I used to have a proper... When I got engaged to Sam in 98, when I was a young 20-year-old whippersnapper, I actually had a Danny Zuko leather jacket, and I'm gutted now. I got rid of it a couple of years ago. They obviously are coming back, because Curtis has had one on, and Tommy has as well. Yeah, well, probably pull it off a bit better than us right, right now, though, <laughs> to be fair, though. You know, I'm just, just putting it out there. We're all like David Brent, won't we, when he goes... <laughs> <laughs> I look cool, but we fucking don't. Yeah. With the old Sergio Tacchini. Tacchini, the old classic, yeah. <laughs> but I tell you what, though, Curtis, he, he he makes out like he knows it all, doesn't he? And I just, um, I can't remember what, but send out that many tweets, and I'm trying to WhatsApp, I'm trying to tweet, I'm trying to watch the thing. <laughs> I was like, um, be the clock. <laughs> You know, when he's furiously backpedaling there, it's like, be the clock, Curtis. Yeah, I tell you what, everyone knows what the fetal position is, don't they? No, he doesn't. He was, he was and it, it's definitely not what Curtis thinks it is. No. Well, Tommy asked, did he? Tommy asked Molly Mays. <laughs> and I thought that was, that was taking a chance there, wasn't it? <laughs> like, really? Yeah, I, I, Tommy, I, 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 categorically, <laughs> why are you asking that? It's like, especially after last night with Tommy and his toys, the old uh, jackhammer there, you know what I mean? <laughs> but nothing, it was quite downplayed that though, wasn't it? It was, it was pretty much downplayed. It was a little well, you don't have to upplay that one, do you? <laughs> I mean, it was that, just that awkward conversation between the two of them, you know, and it's like, you know, yeah, yeah, can't, can't possibly say, but I'm, yeah. I'm going to kind of say. <laughs> yeah. But like you say, asking Molly May, what's what's the fetal position? What are you asking? <laughs> and that's how the conversation's going to go. It's five, six different turns, Dave. This all sorts going to go on there. <laughs> well, I think I think that what that tells us one thing. I mean, his head is probably not going to get turned in the next week, at least, is it? Not at all, Dave. Not at all. Unless an ex-girlfriend comes in there or something like that, and. And obviously, we, we move from the Amy stuff, Dave, and we go, it ends up back with you and Arabella and Danny. And I've seen online, to be fair, reaction-wise, a lot of people have turned on Arabella because they're saying that she, she came over to her, told her straight. She was having none of it, was she? She's very, very child, isn't she, really, to be honest? And yeah. yeah they reacted quite badly, I thought, with I th Arabella. I think Danny was a bit surprised that, you know, she told... You and they, some of the stuff about the private conversations they'd been having about, you know, Danny was saying there was a connection there. She'd wanted to get, you know, they want to get to know each other better. I don't really see what Arabella's done wrong. She's on Love Island for fuck's sake. She's not on, like, you know, it, it's not a normal scenario. No, so, it, I, and uh, she said a line in there that, what was it now? She's not going to couple up with someone just because they're single. <laughs> Anton's like, over here. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> he 
<laughs> but the thing was, he, I, I love that line by Danny. I've got to say, I really, really like it when we sat there and Anton, Anton's obviously can see it and they can't, and they're whispering and, that, and she goes, don't she, Yolanda, I am fucking fuming and all this. And she's trying not to shower and obviously there's a little splinter group to the girls now, isn't there? So you had Amber, uh, Yolanda and Molly and then on, laid, sat down, yeah. we've obviously got uh, Maura, who's it, Maura, Amy and Arabella and they're talking and she sort of, she did do a bit of a move on Yuanda, to be fair. She sort of said she wasn't going to do anything. She liked him a lot. And then she just went, Danny, come here. But Danny did when he was kicking off. Danny went, I think we'll just sit here, eh? Hands on. Yeah. <laughs> the old classic <laughs> bloke line. Say, I'm not getting involved in this shit, you know. But there was just too many things going on, which I'd said to you just before we'd even watched it. And we'd seen the preview, haven't we, earlier today. Yep. And you had said, this is where it goes off to me. This is where I love it, where it just, and look, I don't agree with like bullying or anything like that because it's a fine line with something like this. It really is. Look what's happened to Joe. And and I would say, is it just clever editing? Like you wonder getting up saying three minutes, I'm going to give you three minutes of sort of attention or whatever. That might be a joke that's been running, Dave, between them, Yolanda and Danny. It could be anything, but we're not seeing that because I saw something where he was advertising the unseen for, for tomorrow. And there's a conversation, I don't know if it was last week or whatever, and it's between Tommy and Amy when they were getting close. And they said to her about where they live. And he went, well, I live in Manchester. And she went, where do you live? And she obviously lives down south or wherever she lives. And he went, well, maybe we should move somewhere in the middle. And she went, yeah. Scotland. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? But we don't see any of that. We just don't, because it's on the unseen stuff. I don't know if that's already been on the unseen, because I, I don't remember it from last week. It, it just made me laugh, because I'm thinking, I said the unseen stuff's got some proper one-liners in there. And <laughs> I think, you know, let's face it. I mean, you and I say some daft things, don't we? Like, Fucking Mr. Prawn Cracker. <laughs> <laughs> no, just fuck off everyone, all right? I don't want to know. <laughs> I'm getting it everywhere, Prawn Cracker. But, you know, I, I, I was kicking myself. I, I didn't I didn't call out Tommy the other day for making for putting bloody milk in his green tea. <laughs> I know. What is he doing? An athlete <laughs> specimen, and he does that. <laughs> he clearly just absolutely gets taken care of doesn't he he just has no clue and it's like fair enough okay you don't you don't know how to make a sunday roast that's okay but make yourself a fucking cup of tea for fuck's sake some sort of independence you still have a nightmare when he gets married to somebody i'll tell you but but no again dave fantastic episode and and i've had a few people comment mr horrocks again i did mention it in the last episode i know you weren't on and you dropped us a voice but regarding your smooth radio voice uh, another listener bev has mentioned it dave and oh, said, right. am, am i also a good cure for insomnia for bev as well well she actually <laughs> said, <laughs> no her words were i'll tell you what that dave has got such a good radio voice and she was bigging you up and i was like hang on a minute Come on, you know, where, where, where <laughs> any, anything for the for the Mancunian lad here, you know, the down to earth Mancunian lad from Old Trafford, not a fucking dicky bird. Yeah, you're good, Chris, but Dave's really good. He's slick, dead sweet. He's like, he's done it for years, and I'm thinking, I'm waiting right, for the punchline here. No, 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 this went on for like 10 minutes. She's, she's been watched all our episodes, and I can't thank Bev again, like, like my mate from work and that. And we've got an array of people in our social circle listening to this, as well as around the world. You know, we've got to thank everybody who's been downloading the show as i keep mentioning but she did say at the end dave and she went i'm telling you now she said the one thing i'd say about dave he said 
he could send a little baby to sleep with that voice. It's so soothing, but not in a bad way. <laughs> and you could listen to him talk for hours, and I was thinking, oh, come on. You know what I mean? So I'm giving you that compliment. Seems like everyone's been taking a piss out of my pro crack. Yes, so thank you, Bev, out there. And if you do want to contact the show and tell us how fantastic Dave's voice is, <laughs> I want to get a look myself. Uh, at Twitter, we are on at Love Island Cast. And if you want to email the show, <laughs> it's the Love Island cast at gmail.com. And if you do want to drop in there about my silky Mancunian accent, then please do share the love, everyone, not just for Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, great episode. And thank you again. And we know Mr. Asa Caton, the special on off guest, that he's chomping at the bit to get on again after tonight's episode because he hasn't watched it yet, but he's seen what we've been saying and we've pretty much ruined it for him. You know, what's that group? So sorry, Asa. And we'll be back tomorrow. So have you got anything we could lead us out with tonight, Dave? Well, this has been a bit of an uncomfortable episode, hasn't it? U- yeah. Ultimately, you know, me sat on your lap. And <laughs> I was going to say, is that a gun in your pocket or are you happy to see me? <laughs> <laughs> now we are taking a route. <laughs> 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 we'll see you next time. <laughs>